Welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast. I am personally super pumped up right now because we have been, both of us have been locked up for the past couple weeks in quarantine as the millions of Americans are getting the Omicron variant. Um, How are you doing, Nathan? Pretty good. Have you felt locked up too? Have you felt like trapped as well? Um, I think like last week, like I kind of did, but... I've started, I've been like starting to go out finally and stuff like that. So yeah, same here kind of, but actually this is, I think the first friend's house I've been at since anything happened or since for like two weeks. So yeah, just been cooped up in, in the four walls. And then that's why we also have missed the only two weeks of 2021, which is kind of a little bit of a bummer. We couldn't get the whole year, but, uh, had to happen. Omicron had to come around. We had to miss those last two weeks. And now this is the makeup, so already a little bit into January, but we still wanted to do a little bit of a recap, right? Yeah. So we're doing the uh, top albums and top moments, which did we do this last year? I think we did, right? I think we did. The same exact thing? Something like that, yeah. I think we, we don't even remember, yeah. but I think this is actually yeah. an annual tr- tradition now, kind of, yeah. or starting to be. Did we do it the first year, too? We, this might be our third time doing it, and we don't even know. I don't think we did it the first year we might have done top albums though i feel like we, we did something we probably music did. related we probably did so it might be a, a, a triannual tradition but i think we'll we see. did top memories of like our lifetime or something like that really like, at one point i don't know i'm maybe i don't know dude. i want to re-listen to that episode i wonder what i said there like we've been reflecting on a lot about our past episodes for recently yeah, i remember like there was a point in time when like my top memory was homecoming i think for like my entire life or wow. something like that and then um like now obviously that's like not true at all but um you know i don't even know maybe one of my top memories i remember yours was wasn't it um, hitting a home home run run. yeah that's definitely up there that's definitely an ingrained one that's the that's the um that's the the gold ball in um what is it called inside out you know what i mean the core memory that's true or whatever you got your core (laughs) memories i think that movie actually a lot like more than like i remember i watched it and i was like Oh, like not a very memorable yeah. movie, but just, you know, Disney has that way or Pixar has that way of like their movies really sticking with you. And I don't know, inside yeah. out, think of that movie, think of the core memories, but yeah, hitting a home yeah. run for sure. And homecoming for you for sure was definitely a core, a core memory. memory. I mean, it's still like up there. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. It's just, I don't think I'd say it's like my greatest memory anymore, but it was, <laughs> it was pretty yeah. good. Like I still look back on it, like, you know, with a lot of fondness. So can yeah. you still not listen to the song love on the brain? I could listen to it. I love that song. You That's used like to not my, be able to listen yeah, to it. That, you I remember like that? A very long time not being able to listen to that song. But yeah. now I really, really appreciate it. It's such I a remember I would song. play it and you'd be like, stop, stop. I'm in the feels. I'm in the feels. I remember <laughs> you were all like, it would get you in the feels so quick. Zero yeah, to that one was like a pretty tough song uh, at a certain point in my life. But now it's, I really like it. That's like, yeah. it's just a beautiful song. It is a beautiful sure. song. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about our, our most beautiful songs as a collective for the year of 2021. Yes. And so th- I feel like almost my list is so limited compared to yours because I feel like I didn't listen to a lot of new albums. I think that I only had a total of here on, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven, eight, nine that I even had in consideration for the top five. So um, for me, I didn't listen to that much new music. And so I know that your list is probably like, composed of every album that came out like in the top so yeah you definitely have a lot more thorough list to rank the year but definitely. i'll do my best for myself i'll just it's mine's more of a ranking for myself while yours is like music critic ranking i feel like 
I think it's both. I try to like be, I try to um you know give the album like a little boost if like objectively it's yeah. a great album. But of course, like my subjective opinion, how much I personally like the album is gonna play a factor. So I tried to like you know yeah do a little bit of both. Okay, I'm just gonna make a prediction that you're gonna know all of mine, and I bet we're only gonna know like one or two of Nathan's. I bet Nathan's are all random shit. That's my prediction. <laughs> Nathan's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, this random indie artist that has two thousand followers on." I think SoundCloud. if you opened up like the list, my list to like ten or fifteen, you definitely yeah not know. Everyone, but these top five, you'd say, are they like known? Well, I know who they are. I uh, yeah, you. I think you will know. Yeah, like okay, let's yeah. kick it off with number five. Then you go. You go with your number five. Hmm. I was just thinking if I should like do a last minute audible switch with Ooh, okay, then should I go first? You should go first, yeah. Okay, so for number five for me, this album would have been much, much higher if it all came out at once. But I still put this in my top five because they, the songs on it were still very, very I good. See, I think I know where it's going to be. And it's an be. evening with yeah, Silk Sonic right. by Silk right. Sonic. The duo of the year, I'd say, is the new yeah. duo by Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. Highly anticipated album after the song uh, Leave the Door Open, which they let hang for like, what, almost a year before releasing the album, which is why it's my number five. If An Evening with Silk Sonic just dropped, I think it would have been my number one easily. But because it wasn't a cohesive album is why I bumped it down. It's like it felt more like, you know, the three singles and then the album, you know, Mm. but still, I think one of my top albums, I listened to the shit out of this, the albums. The only song I didn't like was that seven, seven, seven song. Every other song I liked on it. I thought it was a great album. I don't know. Did that make your top five? I get, we'll say that right away. It did not, but it's on my top like 20 or something. Yeah. (laughs) You listen to so much. You're like that one, that one scratched the surface of my radar. it's, It's number 13 of my top 20. So. Do you think what do you think it would be if it all came out at once, like just randomly dropped one week? Do you think oh, it would that have been was higher? Um, uh, or do you leave that know. out? I mean, I took the singles into account when I was thinking about the album. Um, it may have maybe moved up a couple points, but because when the like, album came out, the album itself wasn't like that big of a deal. I feel like. Do you remember that? It was yeah, more like course. they were already established and people already liked the singles. And then even if you look at the like numbers, people aren't really even listening yeah, to it. I mean, it's a great album and I know that definitely um when I was making the my uh, top albums list, numbers nine through like fifteen. So how many whatever, did you very, how many did you tough. number? How many did you number? I did like twenty. Yeah. Okay, well, why don't you just catch us up to your top five and just do a rapid fire of 20 oh, yeah, through, yeah. Okay. 20 through so, five. So my number five is, I didn't end up changing it. I just like look, number six is very tempting to move up to five. What's number six? End, number six is uh, Quedeca from me to you. It came out very early mm. in the year. I showed it to Tim. I heard that um, one. I really, really like that just one. Just as a cohesive project, it's beautiful. Um, it's very original. It's very creative. Like um there's so many cool parts of that album that i just like loved listening to um the only issue which is with i had with it is the fact that long term the album at number five i just kept going back to the songs more Mm. but i think overall actually from me to you is a better album than number five but number five i just kept listening to songs more you know what i'm saying like i think it's not as good of an album as for me to you, but you were drawn towards it. I was listening to the songs a lot. I think I like yeah. listened to like some of the songs on there, like hundreds of times, you know? Yeah. So number five is Olivia Rodrigo mm. sour. 
you know it's like it's that album that i didn't want to give like a good ranking to you know are we saying this are we are we like am i gonna say if it's on my list do i say it now is that how we're sure sure yeah okay well did you want to say anything else about that album first um i mean i think it's a really good album um like i definitely gave it a lot of hate you know when i first heard it like obviously i knew it was a good album but it's just like people were really praising this thing to be like the greatest album of all time and it's just not you know um but it still you know deserves like some credit for a lot of like really really great songs on it super good songwriting i don't think it's as good of an album as from me to you but um i listened to like good for you so many times and like traitor yeah one step forward like all like all those songs i just like kept going back to they're just really good like standalone songs yeah um Whereas Quadeca's album was way more like cohesive. So a lot of the songs kind of flowed into each other and were like really long experimental. So like you couldn't go back to it as much as Olivia's, right? Yeah. So I think that's the only reason why Olivia's is higher than Quadeca's. But even like right before we started recording this podcast, I really wanted to switch them, but I just couldn't, you know? Quadeca's album, I was out of my mind driving through Joshua Tree in this big haze. And then you were like, you should listen to this album. So I downloaded it before going into Joshua yeah. Tree. And it was the only album on my phone that I had downloaded. And so me and Emily shuffled it and Josh or just listened to it all the way through in Joshua Tree. It was amazing. For some reason, that's like I feel like a missed opportunity for me. I need to go back and re-listen to it because I loved it and then just forgot about it. And I have no yeah. idea why. But that one just until you just said it just fell out of my head for some reason. Yeah. But I amazing remember, album. I remember it being yeah. amazing. It was really intense, though. Is the thing? It is. It's, very it's like it's a very yeah. intense listen. But I I love that album too. And then now I have to. And for me, like you are like uh, you have some um, pride in your music taste. Well, now like for me, I feel like my pride's like gone. Like after seeing my top <laughs> five artists, you know, I'm like fuck. I had Dominion by Aha and my number two song of the year. You know Yikes. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to be true to myself with this list. And just like you, I'll say this story too. We're at Champs. We're playing basketball with, you know, Noah and um, Julian. And these guys are literally saying that Olivia Rodrigo's album is the album of the decade. They're sucking Olivia Rodrigo's dick. And I remember us both being like, yeah. cool your horses, guys. Cool your horses. Like, it's a good album, but like, you guys are tripping. And I remember we even said like, but if she was hot, would you listen to it though? And then they're like, uh, they like kind of tripped them out. You oh, know she was I mean? ugly. You mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Other way around. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. 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 Um, which was interesting. But then just like what you're saying, I relate to everything that you said. Like I, at first was very turned off by this album, especially with her being like that Disney persona that she broke out of, I think in my opinion, but I had that of her and then like driver's license came out and I kind of judged her off of that. And then slowly throughout the year, I was like introduced to more songs on the album until I said, fuck it and just listened to it and then got super into it. Um, and it kept going back to it. Just like what you were saying, like even today I still go back to it. Like that's one. So that's my number two was Olivia Rodrigo's Sour. And so uh, that one was really high up for me and was definitely a contender for one. I think my top three were all like contenders for me. And so, okay, but it was my number two. And I think it was a phenomenal album. Yeah. And it broke out of the Disney thing, I think also. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then should I say my number four? Yeah. So my number four is one that I also was like, I feel like my opinions on these aren't very strong this year either, where I'm like, this album, I like this album, and I listen to it all the time, 
but I'm still don't think this is the best project by this person. And I think that like, it was a good album and I like some of the songs a lot, but it's, it's already getting a little old and this person's past projects are still not even old to me. So like, I feel like this one's like, um, it's the top one for me this year, but for this artist, it's going to be like number three, you know what I mean? And that's going to be lumberjack by Tyler, the creator. And so I think okay. that, that, I think that album had some, I Do love you mean call me if you get lost. Yeah, what the fuck am I saying? Sorry, I meant to say yeah, I was saying the song that was my that was my top song yeah, from yeah, the yeah. album. But yeah, 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 Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, which I was super excited for. Like I bought like the, you know, like the box set from it. I was super hyped for it. And then you kind of realize listening to it with the DJ and everything that it was more of just a um, you know, him going back to rapping and not really putting in the effort like he did for Flower Boy or for Igor where it's like, you know, something crazy. But it still was like super super good my number four for the year and i went back to that album a lot too yeah so, tried getting you into it which didn't work out as good it's right? on my top they... 20 it is it's really? on my top Where, 20 what is it? I, I had to give it its props i heard it all the way through and i think it's a really good album um i just none of the songs really like stuck out to me super hard um but i also didn't give it like a ton of time it's kind of like the quadeca story for you like yeah i just remember hearing it because i was driving down to san diego and i was like oh this is like a this is like a you know solid 50 minute album yeah I could listen to yeah and um yeah it uh it's number 17 for me um <laughs> i can't believe you ranked 20 yeah, that's funny <laughs> it's number 17 but i think it's a really good album i have to give it more of a chance but objectively i remember coming away from it being like wow that was really good but I never had that like personal mm. appeal to it because I never like went back and really studied the songs. I just kind of yeah. like, listened to it through and I was like, okay. And then I also listened through like Billy's all the way through. Yeah, I, I like have that. mixed feelings about the album because I feel like, I don't know, it just didn't really grow on me as well. Like the other, like Igor and Flower Boy was like the whole year listening to it nonstop, you know? So it's like weird for him to come out with a project and it just be like, you know, a little forgettable, you know what I mean? Where it's like it's it was, but I liked I like it had a lot to like too. So I definitely think that it was it had its charm. Yeah, I just recently sold the box, so I bought the um the box set. He sold it for thirty bucks, and it came with a T-shirt, a poster, all this stuff. And then I saw that it was selling for like a hundred bucks uh, when I got it, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna keep it. And then I listed it for one thirty, and it's been on there since the album came out. And then it just sold literally like last week, so. That was nice. Got a nice little profit from from his album too. So yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, so you're number four. So my number four album is gonna be. Uh, this one was an easy one. Trippy Red, Trip at Night. Wow. I talked about how much I love this album when it came out. Yeah. Still love the album. Um, I remember it being like one of the first albums of the year where I just immediately loved every song. Like it just was fire, 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 and. I almost felt like blue balled listening to it because I remember I was on my Camarillo trip when it came out and the girls just wanted to listen to like their music or whatever. And I had to like, before I went to bed, I had to like pull in my earbuds and be like, oh, <laughs> finally listen to trippy red dude. And it did not disappoint. I still go back yeah. to a lot of the songs. Um, obviously my favorite one is the juice road one, like Matt Hardy, nine, 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 but yeah. also like betrayal. I mean, Supercell, MP5, Demon Time. That album just had a really so good vibe. Many, it had a really good vibe. Oh my gosh. It just, it hit all the right places. It had this like, you know, 
hyper trap kind of feel to it dude and i keep forgetting these albums you show me because i remember i was like i listened to a couple songs on that one and you were like yo this is like a really really good album like what you did with quideca and then yeah. i listened to it through after you said that like i was like okay and then i you really got me into it but then that's another one that i kind of forgot about because i think yeah. that I think there was a period of time, and I think it was around that time where I was like, I just started listening to audiobooks, and I was like, fuck music for a bit. So mm-hmm. I think maybe that was it. It also had a stacked features list. You know, Drake, it, yeah. Juice, Lil yeah. Uzi, Playboy Cardi, Ski Mask. So really couldn't go wrong with it. It's just solid album. I really lo- loved it, and that's just, it was really I'm easy glad I know your choices so far, because yeah. I really enjoyed that one too. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad that I, I know your choices. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. So now to number three, and this number three could have been my number one for sure. And this is one where I thought that this person had disappointed, and then this album just grew on me and grew on me throughout the year. And now I realize that it's one of her best albums she's created, and that is Billie Eilish with Happier Than Ever. Mm-hmm. That is an outstanding album. And uh, at first, I slept on it. At first, I was like, oh, shoot, this doesn't sound very good, especially because her last one was experimental. And then this one was more like back to normalcy, I'd say, yeah. in a way, which um, she did extremely well, I think, in hindsight. And it took like three, four listens through to really grasp like the beauty in it that wasn't within the, you know, the um, really you know uh, catchy way that the last album was. It was more just like a whole thing. So, um yeah, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Yeah, I actually heard Happier Than Ever many times because I remember I was studying for the LSAT and it was like a good album to kind of put in the background. Also, because you told me to listen to it, so I was listening to it. And I was kind of disappointed. My favorite song, mm. though, is Haley's Comet. I really like that one. That one's really good. Um, It kind of gave that really like hopeless romantic kind of vibe, which I'm like a fiend for that kind of music. And obviously NDA, like yeah. you showed me that one. Um, But I just didn't, I just didn't see the same appeal I had with like um, when we all fall asleep, you know. Yeah, that one's just a banger album. Yeah. So is the one with like I forgot the yellow, the yellow cover and the red like. That one's not on even. That one wasn't even an That's album. Like an EP that one, or something, right? Well, she just released like singles, and then she did like I think it was five singles, five new songs. Okay. For that. So it was like kind of like a yeah first album that was just kind of so her together. so her first album for real is like when we all fall asleep and that one was just like yeah that banger was after album. banger yeah you know non-skip album and yeah this one just really fell flat for me like mm. it just i mean i remember i still go back to the first album she dropped just because there's so many good songs like i know? almost had your same opinion and then for some reason like i think i just got grasped by nda and um billy bossa nova and then i got really into those two and then I realized that her slow songs, Happier Than Ever and Your Power, are the two ones I really got into. Mm-hmm. The Your Power song, I got really, really into that song. I don't know why. The guitar in it is just so nice. And uh, yeah, but the album, like, I definitely was really underwhelmed at first, too. And it definitely was one that grew on me. So I think I was like, you know, one not clicking another track away from having the same opinion as you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was for sure because me and Emily were both listening to it the first time and we were just like bored. You know what I mean? It just was because we were expecting like the other one that was like, you know, super not boring. So, yeah, I totally feel that. So what's your number three? Um, so my number three should also come as like no surprise to anyone who knows me. I don't think this album is objectively even like that good, but the subjective appeal of this artist was too much for me to, you know, hold back and mm. it's obviously juice world fighting mm. demons 
major letdown compared to Legends Never Die. Right. Um, we all know that. But still, a lot of these songs were leaks that I've been bumping for so long. And to f- hear them get like an official release was really, really cool. Obviously, I love Juice World. He's like my favorite artist. So it's just kind of hard for me to like not like an album he puts yeah. out. So this one I know is like super subjective. You got an itch for Juice World. Just, yeah, you exactly. hear Juice World's voice and you just your penis just gets extremely erect. Oh, instantaneously, hundred percent. And I mean, it has some of my favorite Juice World songs on it. You know, like Burn is like literally one of my favorite Juice World songs like ever. Burn's a really good one. Yeah, and it has just like a lot of great songs on it. You know, dude, I'm like so something about Juice World is is like now scarred in my head the way that he's like still one of the top artists in the world after his death and I feel like he's just being milked from the grave just like that most of the time I don't let like the, my music get affected by external things but that just hasn't been sitting well with me so I haven't been able to his newer stuff super get in except for the fucking um what, which one the one that was featuring little uzi the uh the remix of oh, lucid, lucid dreams. dreams yeah that one i listened to the shit out of and so that one i i didn't apply that same logic but isn't it a little weird it's a little weird that they're like promoting it like he's alive and like yeah. dropping it and i don't know i mean i'm kind of glad they're dropping music i just feel like they the should just dropped. drop it they should yeah. like why why are you like doing like this whole thing like he's alive and like hyping it up i and mean selling merch I think, obviously and, because they want to make money yeah it, they're milking him dude it just many a lot of people want to milk him next thing you know like what do you like how far can you take it like what if they made a hologram of him and started doing a tour a well, Juice world tour they're already making like I don't know if you've heard about this, but like AI Juice World music. Oh my god! Because like he has so much oh my recorded god. footage. Like people have made songs of like people have made AI generated Juice World songs. That's that are like, too far. Yeah, that is they, too they, far. They, he did like they someone released one. It was like a cover of like a very popular song, and it sounds like Juice World singing it. But all it was was just a deep fake. I need to hear that. Wait, can we like pull that? I, out, I don't know. I don't know what okay. song it was. That's the thing. But we'll I, find I, I heard it, and it was very, very convincing. Like, okay, it may have been like someone I used, somebody I used to know, or something like that. Like, it's probably not that song, but something like that. You know, like a well. Do you think that's fucked though, or do you think that's like fine? I think it's scary yeah. because once like the label goes through like his catalog and releases so much, like, I mean, the guy recorded so much music, they could easily like fake a song you know what i'm saying like drop a song and then the community is like oh we've never heard this one this one's really good and they're exposed 20 years later that it was a deep fake oh my god you know that and i feel like that's that's very, scary very scary potential for like many artists i mean i think like prince has like thousands of songs under lock and key i mean like if someone were to like deep fake a prince song you know i don't know like it just seems very scary for like artists who are dead in my opinion who can't speak up and say hey i never made that song you know, it's a little scary. It's weird. That's so weird. That gives me the heebie-jeebies, dude. Mm. That's like so freaking bizarre. Like, yeah. if they do, like, that's like, that's just this. That's like one pivot away from just getting a hologram out there and making them perform. Just like, yeah. Um, right, so you're number two, Nathan. So my number two is Porter Robinson's album Nurture. Oh, um, this was like the first album we've heard from Porter in like six years or something like that. And he's also the same artist that I went to his festival in Oakland for. So, oh. like, pretty big deal. Like, he's, like, a really, really great, you know, artist and everything like that. Um, Nurture, it had the bangers. You know, the first single of Nurture came out in 2019. <laughs> so, this thing's been, like, hyped up for a while. And um, 
it, it it did not disappoint it was a really good album um it's like my favorite porter album probably one of my favorite edm albums of all time and um it just it had everything so in the if the quadeca album you know didn't have like the re the replayability factor yeah it, it didn't have like those songs i could play over and over and over but it had that like soundscape you know that environment that world it created yeah porters was like both of that you know it had like the world and it also had the bangers in it like so many songs in there that i've listened to like so many times and then obviously enough for me to go plan a trip around it you know what i'm saying so yeah this was number two man this was this was a really good album and definitely one of the best albums like i've ever heard so yeah dang i well i have a confession i need to go listen to that album because i didn't yeah. even listen to a single song off of it yeah, so yeah. now after you saying that i definitely will check it out yeah i guess i'm always a little bit behind on the albums you it's like. like an edm album so i mean electron, oh. electronic i guess so you might not I, like i might it, not like it you could give it a chance though i'll definitely give it a chance if it's your number two i have to what do you say not yet we're, go- we're working our way up to number one you know what i mean yeah and so but i think people who know me really well based on process of elimination probably should know my number one by now you know what i'm saying but we'll get to that i think we have the same number one <laughs> that's pretty cool and i thought that my, this would never be my number one because i was like when i first heard it i had all these complaints that i said to you right and you're actually the reason why i even liked this right, album right which was that i was shitting on it and i was like what the fuck is this album this album's so random mm. so many songs mm. I was oh, like, so I was like this. I was like, this album is ridiculous. This album is is a joke. And Nathan's like, every song is good. I was like, what you mean every song is good? Every th- song's not good. This song, this is way too long of an album. I go back, I re-listen to it. Every song's good. Yep. I get into every song. I end up re-listening to it all, and now I have like ten of them that are like on repeat. You know what yeah. I mean? And that they're getting filtered out because there's so much to choose from. We have the same one. What yeah. are your thoughts? Yeah. Obviously, number one, Kanye West, Donda. Dude. Mm. This is Donda. The album. Donda, 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 This is the album of the year. This is like no question about it. Like, it has just holy crap, just banger after banger. And like super diverse too. Like, I feel like this guy like recruited all the right features. You know, there's like those artists who like use features. And they just kind of like misuse them, you know what I'm and saying? And he did the thing that I love too, which is the not listing the features. Yeah. Because when you list the features, I find myself just gravitating towards the features and putting more weight on the features and not yeah. thinking of it as a project. So I like that element too. Definitely. I mean, he, yeah, I definitely liked like listening to it and being like, oh, whoa, that's Travis Scott or oh, that's Baby Keem. And yeah, man, like, it had so many cool moments where it's like hype songs and like off the grid was like one of my favorite songs of 2021. Yeah. I love that song. And then it has the slow songs, you know, 24 is yeah, 24. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Like it has, did you see Drake do 24? Did I I show you that? Did I show you that one? Uh, I saw it on Reddit. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, the Twenty Four by Drake. I saw that one live because I actually watched the show. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude, that performance was like. I don't think their actual performance was really good. The only two parts of it that were really good was that intro down the stairs. Yeah, that was really And cool. I watched that live, and I watched even the whole entire like choir performance live too, which I yeah. love that choir so much. The um, the Sunday service choir. Right. And um, and then when Drake performed Twenty Four live, I feel like that was like, and then that made that song like one of my top songs of the year. Is after Drake performed, I was like, oh shit, that song's so good with the yeah. choir. Yeah. 
So many good ones. So many good ones. Very diverse. And has come to life, which is, in my opinion, like, it's basically like Runaway Part 2, dude. Like, Kanye's just spilling his guts out over this beat. Like, I mean, I'm obviously kind of, I'm obviously sad for him that, like, Kimye is over, but I mean, Kimye being over may be, like, the best thing for his creativity, dude, because... And I like how, like, before, everyone was shitting on him and was like, oh, this guy's finishing the album in the stadium, and he doesn't know what he's doing. And, like, I think that helped, in my mind, to boost the album a lot in my head. Yeah. Because the expectations were so low. But the only two complaints that I have about it are that the album art is terrible. It's just black. I think that that's just, like, boring. But you already know I like the album art. I don't and know I've, why. I've said my, he posted that one Instagram photo though that was black with the little silhouette of him, and that should have been the album art. But <laughs> but but nonetheless, and the fact that it was clean, I feel like. But in some ways, looking back on it, I kind of like that it was clean. But I wish that he would have done it a little bit less obtrusively on yeah. some of the songs. Definitely, and I mean, I think the clean things are something we could all agree on. But you know. The album art actually ended up being very fitting. I ended up really liking it. I know it sounds weird because I'm talking about like a black screen, but it's it actually fit fit the void, you know, the the void that he's feeling. That's just kind of how I interpreted it. And oh my gosh, just so many good songs. Like, you know, Pure Souls, Lord I Need You, Man, just God Breathed. Ugh. Yeah. Jail. So many good songs. So Jail many is such good a, songs. Jail is such a unique song too, because yeah. it's such a unexpected song like especially no as an intro song after you hear dun 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 and then dun 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 and it never even goes dun, in dun, and somehow dun, it works somehow it works i don't 100%. know how that song works and I, it feels like it shouldn't but it does and there's also obviously junior which is like such a vibe junior's dude. hype junior's hype yeah. junior starts playing well, my gun is, uh, uh, like mm. don i would is I he doing know, a tour man. maybe we should see him shit <laughs> dude, I, well he's gonna be at coachella I know, but Coachella is such a scam. I feel like now. Yeah. Dude, no, but I think the beauty, the true beauty of the album, if I can just say yeah, these two please. words, is just. Um, is it your number one? It actually is my number one. Okay. Well, but so we all have the same it's a number very one. Close number one, but. I gotta say, too, great year for music is what I gotta great say. Great year for music. 100%. Compared to twenty twenty, I feel like night and day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is pretty good. But I think the thing about it is like the message behind like what the album represents is really cool. Just because, like, the idea of the album, and especially the release of the stem player, I think those things go hand in hand. I don't know what the stem player is. You don't know the Donda stem player? No. Or the, the thing yeah. that you released? You should oh, look I into did, that. Yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah. It's the one where you can, like, Yeah, you can change the change. audio. And I think that what Kanye did was he gave us, like, boys, that's, like, I watched this guy's, like, review on it or rundown on it, and then, like, I completely agree with him. And it's Because I'm stealing from him. I think it's Rough Criminal on YouTube. Shout out Rough Criminal. But it's essentially, like, this idea that Kanye gave us still an unfinished product. It's like a million songs long. You know what I mean? It's like, there's so much going Some on. Some repeat songs. A lot of repeat songs, yeah. With like different versions of the songs. And essentially like what he wants us to do is like, it's like a black screen. And it's pretty much just like, you make this album the best for you. I didn't even think about it. You know what I mean? And like the stem player, you know what I mean? Like you can literally take apart the stems. You can change the songs. Like that's why there's millions of versions. Like the guy that like I watched the video of on this, it's like, he made his own version of the Donda, and he's like, "You guys should listen to this if you like it." You know what I mean? I changed like the track, um, the leveling. like yeah, like I changed, I changed like the um, the order of the tracks. I think it flows a lot better this way. I like took out like the drums on this. I added drums. You know what I mean? And it's like I think that's essentially what Kanye was trying to do with this album, yeah. especially giving us all of like the pre, 
like with the stadium tour with like this is like all the versions of the album just so that you could like the albums for us to like change and like make it our own you know what i mean i think that's really dope because i think that's like we're at this point in music where the fans are just as talented as the musicians you know what i mean like you've seen like all those like remixes online like the the playboy cardi leaks like all of those are like literally just like fan made because people are like tired of cardi not releasing anything you know what i mean i just think that's like really dope yeah I totally forgot about the stem player. I didn't know it was called stem player too. I just saw people yeah. playing with it. And yeah. so, um, but yeah, that thing is super cool. I wish that everyone did that. That's so sick. Like how you could isolate his vocals and like isolate every instrument in it. So yeah, I didn't even really think about the the black screen being for like, you can kind of fill it in yourself, which is interesting. And I, I will say this I also. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, definitely. And, um, I don't know. I, I think that at first I didn't like how it felt like an unfinished product. And now there's a charm to that in my head where it's like mm-hmm. almost like, oh, this is this doesn't sound like it sounds like interesting or like there's a different version of it. Like, who the fuck does that? You know what I mean? It's, it made it actually even better over time for me, at least. Yes. I definitely felt like the unfinishedness of it added to its this raw appeal it had. It felt so cathartic, you know, like knowing Kanye's journey over the past few years that his struggles with you know bipolar disorder and then obviously his divorce and public scrutiny um to just see him like release an album where he's literally just like just pouring his heart out over these beats um like on come to life that's why come to life was just a powerful song for me it was just like it almost felt like a breath of fresh air it's like Kanye's just not trying anymore but him not trying as a musical genius is still like incredible and yeah he just got to witness like his raw emotions the vocals weren't like perfectly done you know but he's just speaking his truth and it was really really cool he's having fun he's speaking his truth and he's I talking love about the whole life. listening party too like how mm-hmm. they had like the whole stadium and he was just standing there. i think that was a great idea and i think that people should do that more often the listening parties that's so fun we've been talking about this for years how some sort of like community listening app or website would be good. But I actually think that the listening party with like him there was like an even better interpretation of that, which was like, I wish I was there. I wish I, I I wish I was there for that. And maybe the next time I will be, you know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool too. Yeah. I think that you should say the rest of your list that we haven't said, or just your list in entirety since well, you did all 20. Yeah, just like, just rapid fire just, the rest Just rapid fire, and then I think that's the end of this episode, because okay. we've already almost gone for an hour. <laughs> so. Okay, so um, number uh, six was Quedeca from Me to You. Number seven was Drake, Certified Lover Boy. Mm. Eight was J. Cold Off Season. Nine was 44 Phantom, Die Some Time, It's Good For You. Ten was, this is a surprising one, but... It was tough. This number 10 was tough. I did not want to give this one number 10, but NF Clouds, the oh mixtape. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm even ashamed I put that there. I'm that's, like, a, oh, that's shameful, oh, that, that is shameful. That's shameful. 11 was Chelsea Cutler, When I Closed My Eyes. 12 was Luya, Six Feet. 13, Silk Sonic. Um, 14 was Lil Nas, uh, mm. Montero. That's a good one. Was Kid Leroy, F Love Three, Over You. I think Montero, just for one second, probably gets best album art of the year, I would say. Yes. I think that album art is amazing. That album art is really cool. 16 was Ski Mask, uh, Sin City, the mixtape. Mm. 17 was Tyler, uh, Call Me If You Get Lost. 18 was Jaden, Tell Me About Tomorrow. 19 was Pop Smoke Faith. And 20 was Polo G. Hall of Fame. You I'm surprised Pop Smoke didn't make it higher because I know that how high he was on your rap. That's playlist. because they really butchered it, dude. Like, this. 
this new Pop Smoke album was so bad compared to um I mean any of his other albums. Literally like the ones he made when he was alive. And yeah, then, I'm not a Pop Pop Smoke fan, so I'm not really yeah. even sure. No, it it was so bad, dude. Yeah. Like literally like um Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon was like so good. That that was like probably one of the best like posthumous albums like I've ever heard at least. At least in hip hop, you know. Um but they just really fumbled the ball with this this last one they that's, changed all these things and yeah it just it just sucked there was one good song in it though or a couple good songs but um like demeanor was yeah. such a good song with him and dua lipa but yeah just they just fell flat man it's just it sucks and there was a lot of good songs that they they could have released but it just like they just really ruined them i'm so. glad you made a list of your top 20 because i know how much music you listen to so i feel like it's yeah. it's probably literally you probably listen to four times the amount of music as me so like that's probably <laughs> makes sense that you have four times the lo- as long of a list so that's probably more of a yeah yeah it was it was good it was good though 2021 was a good year for me i'm glad that it sounds like for me though besides that one album that i missed that i kind of at least heard the best albums of the year according to you which is nice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm glad because i think last year i think we didn't line up at all i feel like we had completely opposite ones last year we have to go back and listen we'll have to check it out yeah. but i think that this year we're a lot more aligned which makes me feel better i felt so out of the loop it's last pretty nice year. to have the same number one as you that's, yeah that's that nice happened a long it's united time. we're united yeah I have some some of the, some of the um, ones that I didn't put on the list too that I listened to were Certified Lover Boy, Solar Power by Lord, Scaled and Icy by Twenty One Pilots, The Off Season by J Cole, and yeah, those are my honorable mentions. And The Off Season by J Cole was really close to being my number five too because I listened to that one a lot. What? This your top five? Yeah, right here. It's my this is my top five right here. What's Lumberjack? I freaking I have no idea why I had the biggest brain fart before this, but I totally forgot that it was called Call Me If You Get Lost. <laughs> And I was calling it freaking Lumberjack. I have no idea why. I think it was because I was listening to my top songs of the year. And for some I was just going to that playlist to make the list. And Lumberjack, the single, was on there. And I was like, oh, yeah, Tyler's album. And I threw it in there. And then I just forgot that it was called Call Me If You Get Lost. But, yeah. Anyway. But I don't even know how I'm going to call me. Because I love the theming of that. So It's, it's still really iconic. But yeah, that's the top albums, which made itself its own episode. Next episode, we will do our top memories, and I'm looking forward to hearing We all that. know you guys are consuming these episodes like at once anyway, so yeah. I don't feel bad about splitting it up. Exactly. Like, these are coming out retroactively. So. Right. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys. <laughs>